This is episode number 128, and today I'll explain how you can test your core beliefs without driving yourself crazy. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. As you grow spiritually, God will reveal holes and flaws in your thinking to help you mature. It's just a part of growth. You get baptized, you become a Christian as a little baby Christian that know just a little bit about what it means to follow Jesus. And then over time, you continue to learn to grow, to encounter new information, new wisdom, advice, passages in the Bible that totally transform your thinking. And that happens at a rapid pace when you first become a Christian. But then you kind of get to a point of stasis of, you know, maintaining the status quo that you really have solidified your core foundational beliefs. And it's very difficult at that point to continue to grow and continue to change even when it's necessary. And oftentimes what happens when you get into that scenario is you encounter a new idea or a new teaching and it triggers this moment of crisis because you're introduced to something that has the potential to totally upend everything that you thought you knew. Maybe you've experienced this kind of crisis already in your spiritual life and you weren't really sure how to navigate that without uh, having your spiritual foundation erode beneath you. You know, and so so in this episode, what I want to talk about is how to continue to learn, continue to test the things that you hold to be true without throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Because there is definitely a way to test your convictions without jeopardizing your faith or your foundation. And if you spend any amount of time learning, growing, reading material from uh, ministers and pastors and teachers with a variety of theological backgrounds, you're going to encounter new ideas, new perspectives, and new ways of thinking. And you need a process to be able to take in that information and apply it correctly. And so as I have continued to spend more and more time interacting and collaborating with Christians from other denominations, I've had to develop the system for myself. And so what I'm sharing is the things that I've been learning and trying to put into practice in my own life so that way I can continue to serve, I can continue to give and provide valuable insights and wisdom and uh, how to practically apply the Bible in your life on a daily basis and do that in a way that's both intellectually honest, but also uh, is where I'm humble enough that I'm willing to learn. So, so striking that balance can be tricky, but these are a couple things that I do that have helped me uh, test certain beliefs and convictions without feeling like I'm losing my way or, or losing the, the foundation and the core of who I am as a disciple. So the first thing that I, tr- that I do or that I attempt to do is I try not to jump to conclusions. It's super easy to just spin yourself into a frenzy because you encounter some new piece of information and uh, a lot of times, that frenzy is a result of, a, of just misunderstanding something, that you read a, a blog or you listen to a sermon and, and they say something that strikes you that 
uh, is different than you've ever thought about it before. And because it's different, you immediately assimilate it, assimilate it into your belief system as something that is verifiably true without going through and doing all the homework to investigate it and make sure that you really understand what it is that you're hearing and that you're not just simply misunderstanding something. And so until I have a firm grasp on what this new idea or teaching is, I try my best to stay emotionally neutral. Whenever you start injecting your emotions into your pursuit of understanding and knowledge, it can really cloud and muddy the waters. And and lead, that lack of clarity can lead to, uh, you know, just some really fuzzy, fuzzy doctrinal convictions. Um, so I do my best not to jump to conclusions when I'm uh, presented with information that's both compelling and seems uh, like it could definitely be uh, verifiably true, and it's something I haven't considered yet, I will still wait and not try not to jump to conclusions until I really feel like I have a, full, a good grasp on what the teaching is. The second thing that I try to do is I try to hold on to what I know to be true. You know, a, a core idea that I always come back to that I think is so important is that the Bible does not contradict itself. God does not contradict himself. When he says something, when he teaches something, when he gives us an insight or a truth, you know, that is not going to be contradicted or supplanted by some other teaching in the Bible, right? That That's what the word of God is. It is God's word to us. And God, because he is perfect in his wisdom and his knowledge and understanding, he, he, all of his thoughts are co- coherent and a true reflection of who he is. And so, Having that as a starting point, it's really helpful because then you can look at this new idea, this new teaching, and see, does it agree or disagree with the other things I know that the Bible teaches? And if not, then you can move forward confidently knowing that you can discard whatever that new idea is because it clearly violates something that you know to be true. Um, But if it doesn't, if this new idea is just a different perspective or a different way of looking at something or brings to the surface some new, some new teachings and some new concepts. And, uh, you know, then that's not a bad thing. And so, but it's helpful to stay rooted in what you know to be true and then build on top of that. Instead of trying to replace your foundation, you're trying to build on top of your foundation. And I found that distinction to be very helpful. And then the third thing that I think about that I think is important for all of us to think about is that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay. It is totally okay and acceptable to change your mind about something. You know, and and something that I think about that's kind of funny is uh, I think about what my life would be like if I still thought that cooties were real. You know, if I still believed that any physical uh, touch with a female resulted in the spread of infectious cooties that had some unmentionable side effects. I say unmentionable because I never actually heard what the side effect or the the uh, what happens to you when you get cooties, just that they were really bad. But just imagine like how silly that would be if as, you know, a grown adult man, I still believed in cooties. So it's good. It's good that I have moved past that, uh, you know, belief and now understand the truth. And so, but I had to change my mind about it. I had to go from believing that cooties were real to believing that they were not real. And in the same way, it's okay to grow and mature in your understanding 
of who God is and what it means to follow him and to discard the uh, beliefs that you held at one point that were not complete or they were not as complete as they could be. You know, that's just a natural part of maturing spiritually. And so it's okay. It's okay to change your mind. You just want to make sure that you're being purposeful and intentional about it and not allowing yourself to feel like you're being swept into all of these different uh, ideas and teachings. I hope that makes sense. Uh, but just to close up, I think it's helpful to remember that our spiritual journey as disciples is a lifelong one. It's not a sprint. It's not something where we arrive uh, a couple months or a couple years after we become a Christian, and then we just coast on our spiritual maturity. You know, you're going to continue to encounter new teachings. You're going to continue to learn new things and have new things jump out of you out of the scriptures. And we shouldn't be afraid of that. You know, an unexamined faith is not valuable. It is not valuable. But as we continue to test our beliefs, as we can do it in a way that doesn't drive us totally crazy, then uh, you'll be able to set yourself up for long-term spiritual success and growth. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week. And make sure to head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.